What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brandon, Brandon, are you? Uh, can you hear me? Uh, try, try this. That was that you? Is that you, try Brandon, that? Where, Brandon, where have you been? We've been, we've been looking everywhere for you. It's been like, it's been like eleven weeks. Have you ever seen that movie with Ryan Reynolds where he's inside the coffin and he's buried alive? I forget what the movie's called. Was it? Was it Deadpool? It's a lot like that, but it also stars Jeff Daniels and. And where they're really dumb. <laughs> well, are are you? Do you want to do you want to do a an, a podcast? Yeah, let's do it. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Welcome yeah. back to Apathetic Enthusiasm. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hello, everybody, and this is Brandon. And I'm going to do my best to open this show as apathetic enthusiasm and not in any way mistake it for any other podcast I might be working on. Welcome to Interdimensional Apathetic <laughs> Enthusiasm. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Dang it, Brandon. Already screwed it up. Uh, thank you so much to uh, whoever is listening to this right now. Uh, hopefully you have, have been a longtime listener of Apathetic Enthusiasm, and but there's a there's a very good chance if you're listening to this right now, you may know Brandon and myself from Interdimensional RSS, our unofficial Rick and Morty podcast that we <laughs> so <laughs> shamelessly utilize to promote our original podcast, Apathetic Enthusiasm. That's right. Where we talk about like pop culture and I don't know, what what do we do on this podcast these days, Brandon? Yeah, you know, these days we haven't done anything with this show. Uh, but Diddly. But yeah, I, I posed a question. For the 30 people who did download this on a regular basis, <laughs> I wonder if they're, which, I mean, five of them probably include our accounts. Like, sure. are they, are, is there going to be a notification that pops up, like, like with streamers and like, like, boom, boom, Hey, Apathetic Enthusiasm just released a new episode. Go check it out right now. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I, you know. We have been super busy, as we alluded to in that cold open. 
uh, we have kind of fallen off the map. We, we we did. I think our last episode of this podcast was just there was no really like warning that hey we're taking a break. We just started really getting into our stride with interdimensional RSS. The season started and it was full court press to use a sports analogy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, inside a you know, little, little inside baseball. We just stopped. Uh, yeah, I used <laughs> I used sports as well. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we stopped this back right around the time I was traveling a lot and, and I was, and I was like recording, a, like trying to record a bunch of S4YAs, uh, and then interdimensional RSS. That was, that was really kicking off, kicking off, kicking off, kicking off. And, and yeah, it just, this, this one, it fell by the wayside and, and we apologize to, to the to few of you listening that listened before uh we love you still we love you still yes, and we love you and that's why we're back we're back for, i think we're back for two reasons one because we're addicted to podcasting we just can't get enough and two i mean we both love doing interdimensional rss but we have we have we're multifaceted brandon that's right we have other things in our lives besides rick and morty and this gives us an opportunity to talk about those things no no not your job or your family <laughs> the important things like video games and movies and and what tv shows we're watching so yeah, and i'm i wait rick and morty that's the show we're watching oh, shit, we already oh, have shit. a podcast for that hey oh uh, oh since since we're coming back and this is brand new can can i can i go ahead and cuss every once in a while is that okay uh why not it's not like kids listen to us and <laughs> i hope i hope not um yeah we'll just start throwing explicit tags on here and okay. you can you can do what you do. Right? Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So for, for anybody who just started listening, who's coming from international RSS, uh, thank you. And welcome to apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> you don't have to do your fake or like your, your off the cuff improvised music here. This is, this is a safe space, Brandon. This is, uh, but that we, we do want to, uh, kind of mess with the format a little bit. We've, we have learned a lot on interdimensional RSS and we're hoping to bring some of the things that we've learned over there into this show. Um, first and foremost, and we've taken way too long to get to this, but, uh, we should probably cover our, uh, social media stuff. Uh, none of this, I have, this is, I used to rattle this off from memory. I don't remember half of this now, but I know that our Twitter is at Apathusiast. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. You can hit up our Instagram at apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Email is apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. And we have our website, apathetic enthusiasm.com, where currently you can find a whole lot of Rick and Morty stuff. That's, that's uh, right. But, and, and this podcast, this one episode of this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I went ahead in the show notes and put, because this, we decided when we, when we started up interdimensional RSS and then slowed apathetic, apathetic enthusiasm down that we're going to make this more of the show about us. Right. And yeah. yeah. And so along with the Twitter, this show's Twitter is at apathusiast. Of course you can hit up Travis at juggle on Twitter, which is juggle and then M E N O. And then of course I am at Steve, the Hebe, Steve, the Heb. Uh, that's, that's a story for another time. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll explore that in a future episode. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I should, I feel Brandon like I should really reinvest in my personal Twitter account. I I got a notification a couple months ago that I have had like an account on Twitter for nine years. Wow! Which 
if, I mean, early on, like if you really scroll back through some of my early tweets, there's some, there's some lame stuff going on back there. <laughs> like, like, uh, back when Twitter first came out, we would, we would talk about things like giving status updates, like up to the minute status updates Yeah, where you just kind of like, Oh, I'm eating breakfast. I'm, you know, doing whatever. And thank goodness Twitter has moved on from that and has evolved. But yeah, there's, uh, we used to have a code where anytime we would say that we were laughing, uh, on Twitter, we were actually, uh, taking a dump. Uh, and then anytime we're actually, yeah, that's, (laughs) that's, that's a thing that that, we did. Was that, was that a Twitter thing or was that like you and your buddies thing? No, that was me and the guys that we both worked with. Oh, that like like Justin and Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any if you scroll back nine years on Twitter and look for tweets where they said they <laughs> they were laughing about something, they were definitely dropping a deuce while while writing those tweets. That's that that's a much different experience from me in Twitter in the sense that like I I started up a Twitter a couple years back, but I didn't know what to do with it or what really it was. I was kind of like uh, 140 characters. This is kind of stupid, and then. <laughs> And then just and now it's 280. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> but coming like getting into podcasting and realizing, oh, like I have to I have to start like I have to like it's basically a, a, a different way of speaking. And it, there's all this etiquette. And, you know, when there's we, a craft to it, for when, sure. we, when we started this show, you're like, oh, please don't tweet. Probably you're like <laughs> you don't know. You do not know what you're doing, Brandon. <laughs> you do not. Do not know. Uh, no, I mean, I think, I think you've definitely improved, uh, on your, on your tweeting skills, uh, since we started podcasting. I, uh, I, but it's not like you never had it in you. It's just, yeah. you didn't understand all the, the intricacies. And I think it's why Twitter is less popular than like Facebook and some of the other social media platforms out there to this day. Like I can't get my wife to use it at all. Yeah. And a lot of people that we talk to, even though we just hit a thousand people uh on the intermental rss twitter like there's a ton of people on twitter but they just some people are really new to it they don't follow a lot of people they or they don't tweet a lot they just kind of have their collection of interests and yeah from there and, and, anyway and, and how things have changed and now you and i have uh competitions where like it's a it's an unspoken competition until right now where it's like, yeah, because yeah, my tweet there's has no contest. There's my, no contest. My tweet has 290 likes, <laughs> <laughs> and all it is is a it, Batman with a thumbs up gif. But <laughs> the thing is, yes, you're clearly winning in that regard. But you know, we, it's a shared Twitter account, so we're, we're both we're both getting well, likes. Well, I mean, even but if you wrote the tweet, <laughs> I think I think you you have you have the record for most retweets probably with that. <laughs> your oh with that your when toy. i bought a portal gun yeah. and a and a laser gun at the spirit halloween store yeah that was uh that was fun anyway this is inter- or <laughs> oh, this is apathetic <laughs> enthusiasm the uh the twitter podcast the twitter um, pod twitter pod now the the first thing the first thing on our list of main wait, topics wait wait uh here here's the thing so for the listeners we one of the things Travis and I talked about was making this more structured. And I know we kind of screwed the pooch with that from the get go 10 minutes <laughs> because in. We just rolled right through it. We, we kind of blab- blabbered on uh, about Twitter and then social media. We talked about social media for a little bit, but we want to, we want to, we want to structure it a little bit more and have main topics. And then at the end, if, if people have shout outs for us, uh, well, if people hit us up, then we have shout outs for them. We'll put that at the tail end of the show. 
Uh, but in the middle, we have main topics. And, and one of the things that Travis wanted to do with Interdimensional RSS, and he could probably get practice doing it here, is getting us some soundboarding and doing ah. an actual transition into main topics. But for ah. now, but for now, main topic. <laughs> there we go. So, so is that, is that your official on air uh, <laughs> allowance for me to start doing using drops in our podcast? Cause in, in apathetic <sighs> enthusiasm specifically, my, my weekend plans completely changed in this moment right now. Main topic. Uh, I've been I've been listening that's to a our, bunch of uh, that's a grandma's grandma's virginity podcast. I've yeah. been I've been catching up on that one, uh-huh. and uh, I definitely refuse to use uh, like sound effects uh, as much as Justin Roiland does on that podcast. <laughs> uh, but you know, the occasional sound effect has has the potential for solid comedic timing Absolutely. as well as transitional purposes. Absolutely, I mean, um, we did it for we did it for a minute with Garage Dolphin. But yeah, and that was just us making dolphin noises in your garage. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's move on. Everybody, it's time for main topic. Uh yeah, so first up in main topics, uh Brandon, what the hell happened to us? <laughs> well, I think we covered this pretty well in the first yeah. 30 minutes of the show. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. We're we're both drinking here. I mean, this is the first time in like 4 months that we've recorded this an episode of this podcast and it's really it's really cool to me coming back to this now because we started we started interventional rss in what february january february yeah i think it was february yeah and 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 we had no intention on, on dropping this show we wanted to keep it going and and i wanted to keep assuming for your approval going a going a going a going <laughs> and we found that just the week to week with the Rick and Morty podcast, we we were we're riding a wave of of that show coming back on the air for season three, and we figured we just we didn't have time we didn't have the time or it, not to, we had the time we didn't have like the our heart wasn't in this right now it was in making sure that that show the Rick and Morty podcast the unofficial one so far was as good as we could make it and. With season three now coming to an end, we, Travis, we've talked about this. We have learned, we, we feel like we are now podcasting veterans. Like that. Yeah. To an extent, I think that's, that's an accurate statement. I don't, I don't know. I think part of it comes from the fact that we've been just podcasting in general for like three years now. Yeah. Um, with very little time off and, I think it's it's become like an accepted thing in my household, not just like with my wife, but with my kids too. Like, hey, dad's got to go record an episode. Oh, okay, dad's recording. Like, they don't come barging down the door. They don't, like, they understand that, yeah, dad goes in there and talks to himself for, you know, an hour or so. And then, you know, a parent, well, and the, and the really crazy thing is my oldest daughter, who's nine, uh, is listening to podcasts now. No. Not this one. And definitely not interdimensional RSS. Shit, 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 <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Uh, but she's she's listening to um, like NPR puts out something called Wow in the World, which is like a science and uh, like technology type podcast for kids, and she absolutely loves it. Um, and she, so the fact that like she gets when I say I'm going to do a podcast, like she gets what it is now. Um, so I don't know. It's it, but definitely the biggest growth 
in those three years has probably happened while doing interdimensional RSS. And we really, we really keyed into a format with that. And um, the biggest thing, and I think the biggest focus early on was that we really wanted to create a podcast that had a community around it mm-hmm. and, and didn't want to make it necessarily about us. Obviously it was about the show. It was about Rick and Morty, but we wanted it to be a place where other fans of the show could also have their say and could maybe use us as a platform to ask certain questions or, or sort of get their ideas out there. And that really has been the biggest thing uh, with that show is between Twitter and our subreddit and all that stuff, having a bunch of people and regular people, people that keep coming back and keep interacting that we've kind of built these micro friendships with, with, with internet people (laughs) that we can uh, all talk about our favorite show. Yeah. It's that's, that's, that's really crazy to me. Just the the amount of people. And, and and that's one thing that we kind of want to bring to this show. I think like, you know, we talked about apathetic enthusiasm and we started and we, we did the show for so for two years before we stopped and to, you know, and it was always, it was kind of, it was kind of about us and our, our personality. Right. And the, I think the thing that we were missing, the thing we were missing was trying to get more people other than our friends and maybe one family member listening to the show like it was it was getting like the opinions that are beyond our opinions and getting a community started up with it i think that i, I don't know we haven't actually talked about this uh, other <laughs> yeah, than yeah. being recording but i mean, i think that's a little bit about it like a, the shout out section at the end of interdimensional rss like people people hit us up on a tweet and then we say hey thanks at anonymous person and that person then is like oh cool like they actually care about me and I don't think that's something that we did or really incorporated into the show originally, an apathetic enthusiasm. Aside from the uh, apathetic enthusiasm staple name drop of Bob Carroll, like I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that we Bob- have that one person, that one person deep community. Uh, but, but yeah, hopefully we can, we can expand that out a little bit more. And, and I think realistically with apathetic enthusiasm, we went through so many different, iterations of the show and we started out trying to talk about technology and then halfway through that i found out that brandon doesn't care that much about technology (laughs) uh and so you know then we shift gears and we talked about you know movies and things like that we did netflix rewatches we did a lot of cool stuff on the podcast i feel like and i feel like none of that stuff was you know in vain i feel like every everything that we did really prepared us to take on a show like interdimensional RSS. And so um, hopefully, hopefully something can go on here. We we're going to keep making this show and, and thank you to you for, for listening. And, you know, I don't, even if it's two people, but hopefully it's more than two people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it's more than just the two of us talking in an echo chamber. Welcome back, Bob Uh, Carroll. That's that's what I say about that. (laughs) uh, And so I guess in that light, uh, definitely, I know I, I rattle off all the social media stuff and the email really quickly at the beginning of the show, but you know, use that stuff. If you have something that you're really fired up about right now that you want to get our take on, uh, definitely shoot us an email, shoot us a tweet, and uh, and we can we can talk about that stuff on an upcoming episode. Uh, we really don't intend to 
review the the hottest movie every week. We, I mean, if if a really big movie comes out that we're really excited about, Blade yeah, Runner. We'll, we'll, we're we're gonna talk about it. Um, but this this show is I'm I'm willing to get into other categories with the show, and I'm willing to um bring on guests if if we have somebody that's doing something you know really creative or or really inspiring that that we both really find interesting i'm gonna see if we can get that person on here to talk about it so uh if you have somebody in mind that you think would be cool for an interview hit us up and we'll we'll see if we can get them on the show uh brandon yes sir we're still in main topics it's main it's, it's topic <laughs> Uh, do do you want to, I mean, we talked a lot about sort of interdimensional RSS and, and how that's been going, but do you want to talk about sort of the, the, the way it exceeded expectations a little bit? Like, I, are, are you as sort of awestruck as I am at just, we, we, we've talked a long time ago about that imposter syndrome. Yeah. Uh, and, and how, how hard is that hitting you right now? The imposter the imposter syndrome isn't i i don't i don't feel like an imposter right now and 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 here's okay. and here's why because you and i we've established when we're talking for everyone who's listening we're talking about rick and morty now we're talking about rick and morty and like you and i have no pretense and we don't share or show any pretense that says that we are the most knowledgeable or that we know everything about the show and that we're the experts Right. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, with with the Twilight Zone podcast, I feel I feel like a an imposter syndrome with that more so because I think people think I'm the expert, and b- because maybe I put I put myself out there like that. Uh, but you know, I have a lot of books that I will read and reference to use for it. But with with Rick and Morty, you and I both say like, "Hey, this is this is us. What do you guys think out there? What is what is unity?" our nickname for you think and like we we take their their thoughts and we take their opinions and and we we incorporate into the show so it's it's our expert opinion on of our opinion of an episode it's not us trying to to say like yeah this is the definitive answer to this episode (laughs) of rick and morty and so that's why i don't feel like it's 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 as impostery but but when it comes to the idea of just being a like not so much the topic of Rick and Morty, but the idea of being a podcaster and like, do you, do you feel like, I mean, you can, you can walk into a room somewhere and someone be like, Oh, you do a podcast. And there was a, there was a period in time when I would be like, Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I do a podcast, but I mean, nobody really listens to it. And you know, we just kind of do it as like a hobby and you know, it's not a big deal. So there's, you know, don't worry about it. And now I kind of feel like, yeah, no, I do a podcast and you know, it's, People, people have heard it. <laughs> like yeah. people are definitely downloading it now. Like it's, it's not a, a not thing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a legit podcast. Right. It's, it's, it's different. It's different now than when we started Apathetic Enthusiasm or I started the Twilight Zone podcast because they're like, oh, Twilight Zone. That shows like a hundred years old, isn't it? Uh, what do you guys talk about on Apathetic Enthusiasm? And then we say, uh, like, uh, like uh, tech, well. movies, pop culture. <laughs> it's just kind of a everything podcast. And, 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 and our excitement in our voice was like, okay, well, I guess I won't listen to that show. And, <laughs> uh, and I, I think it's, it's so weird with Rick and Morty because we hopped on a hype train. We, we got in there when, 
when Rick and Morty really like blew up between season two and season three, it, it blew up and we, and thank you, Travis, because that, this was your idea. We would never have done it if it wasn't for you. And, uh, we, when I walk around, when I walk around my office now, people are like, Hey, Rick and Morty, huh? And they're like, they're passing out my, my business card and they're like, <laughs> and they, they stop me and they're like, Hey, I just, I just caught the last of your, uh, last bit of your episode. Yeah. That was really funny. I like what you said about that. Oh, Travis, he's funny too. You know? And like, this is, this is so weird. Like they don't know me for work anymore. They know me for <laughs> podcasting. They just have this internet celebrity walking around the office, like pretending to, to, you know, fill out papers. And, <laughs> yeah. You know. and, and, and people buy our, people bought our shirt. Right. And they, yeah. they've given us, uh, they've, uh, donated, people signed up on Patreon and all Patreon? that stuff. Like it's, and, yeah, and, it's really cool and kind of, kind of bizarre. And, uh, I don't blo- know. Like, it blows my mind. I, I don't, honestly, every time we record an episode of International RSS, I end it thinking, God, that was a shitty episode. <laughs> and we did, we did shitty. And, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna edit this. I'm gonna throw it together, and this is this. This will be the episode that we this get is the one. A dozen. This is the one. A dozen one star reviews on. This will be the yeah. one. And now we reserve that for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any one star reviews on this. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. So because nobody listens. So listeners, go out, leave a one star review. Get us. Get us negative. And 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 realistically, like I, I joke about nobody listening, but it's. I mean, there's there's a a shot in the dark chance here that maybe some maybe some Rick and Morty fans will, will check this out, and uh, we have spent plenty of time talking yeah. about you know, you know, sort of what we've been doing and and sort of catching you up on where we've been, mm. uh, and and we haven't we haven't spent any time talking about the stuff we've been into, and and realistically, I think that's part of the reason this podcast was gone for a while is because we were so wrapped up. And Rick and Morty between watching the show itself, focusing on that podcast. Like, so if this, if, if apathetic enthusiasm is about the stuff we've been into, like this is the stuff we've been into. I, I, my Netflix queue has been very like, uh, <laughs> neglected, I, I, neglected. Yes, exactly. And, and there, there are shows that I was really into on TV that I have just stopped watching because I've been really focused on, on this and then also the gaming PC that I bought. Uh, and, I, and I think one of the last episodes that we had of this podcast, I talked about Overwatch. I got really into Overwatch. Uh, but I'm playing other games too. And, uh, and I think that's been my way to sort of escape the other stuff that's going on and sort of take, take a breather from, from Rick and Morty stuff and from work stuff and, uh, and go shoot some things. That's right, uh, and, and specifically, that's that's in PUBG or Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So, uh, I I I've so, put off buying this game for like like two months. So so just was, so just let everybody know this is a this is a topic transition in. <laughs> we're moving on. To, we're moving on to video games, uh, t- Travis. You're 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 about uh, to talk. So we're not do we're not doing seamless transitions anymore. I just want to be clear on the new format. <laughs> We're doing hard transitions into new topics. Jutting, jutting, jagged transitions. <laughs> Hello, everybody. There's going to be a transition now. You there. You in the back. Just want to make sure you're prepared. We're shifting gears. 25 minutes, 52 seconds, transition. <laughs> Let's go.
All right, so let's talk about some video games. Brandon, uh, PUBG, we've both gotten a chance to play this. I bought it after, like, months of putting it off. You bought it minutes after I told you I bought it. Uh, So, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you you just have more money to throw around. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. Disposable income. The scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. That's what I'm. That's what I'm drinking. I'm over here just drinking Sam Adams Oktoberfest, like a, like a plea. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I get. Here's here's the thing about buying video games. Like, I it takes me a long time to want to buy a video game, and we'll get into one of the games we both just bought uh, here in a couple minutes. But when when I okay, well, I, I take that back. So if it's on like Xbox, then I'll I'll wait for somebody to buy it, and then I'll be like, okay, I'll play it with them. Well, I sure. nobody knows this from the the old pod, the old episodes of this podcast. But I I too bought a new laptop, a gaming laptop, and yeah. and you bought PUBG, and then I was like, there it is. Now I can actually play this shit. And so I bought PUBG. Lickety lickety splits, snap snap snap. Like snap. was was it on your radar before I told you I bought it? Like as something that you might be interested in, or were you just like, ah, Travis got it, I'll get it. Uh, it's same thing with kind of Overwatch. Like you wanted, you wanted me to get Overwatch, and and we talked to Dallas, our our cosplayer friend out here in Hawaii. She was like, "Oh, Overwatch! You should get Overwatch." And and so I'm like, "Okay, cool. Gaming PC. I'll buy Overwatch." And then PUBG, like people had been talking about it, and I was like, eh, "I don't know." And on Steam, because there was some there was some drama, uh, it was like mixed review, and so I was hesitant at first. But then you got it. Okay, cool. I guess I'll get it now. Yeah. yeah, and so for anyone that's not familiar with PUBG or what it is, uh, if you've seen the Hunger Games, it's it's <laughs> sort of that sort of a premise. Uh, each each game starts where they bring a hundred. It's a it's a purely multiplayer, player versus player game, where you get a hundred people and they load them all onto an airplane, and this airplane flies over an island, and so you have to jump out of the airplane and parachute into a location on this island. And then the entire premise is the last person or the last team alive wins the game. And so you search around this island. You're picking up guns. You're picking up armor, picking up equipment. Uh, There are some vehicles around. And you either are playing solo or you have a team of two or up to four. And you're just going around silently or quietly trying (laughs) to look for things. And then occasionally shooting at people, <laughs> or or hiding in the corner and being like, "Okay, okay, please don't get shot." <sighs> oh god! It, I I I always talk about my like my average PUBG experience is twenty minutes of stealthily looking around for the perfect set of equipment, yeah, and then suddenly being sniped from an unknown location, <laughs> and my my game ending like immediately. Yeah. Or like you, you get to maybe you know there are hundred people, and then you get to like the top ten, top fifteen, whatever, and the circle keeps getting smaller, smaller, and smaller on this map, and you have to be within the circle or else, uh, or else you'll die. Well, you'll be like you'll be low crawling trying to get into the circle, and all of a sudden you'll get shot, and and the blood spray, I would th- you you would think that the blood spray would be indicative of where the bullets coming from. Like that would, that would be my key to know where it is. So I'll get shot. The blood, blood spray will go to my left. So I'll look to my right 
and then the blood spray now comes from my butthole through my <laughs> head. And then you get shot in the back of the head. Yeah, and I'm and like, like where, I apparently looked the wrong way. Where the hell is this guy? Uh, but yeah, like just low crawling for days. The, the the tell me about your first match in that game, Travis. First match ever. Like my very first match, I was playing with a couple of guys from work, and we we're talking like young guys, early twenties, uh, who have like I know where I was at with video games in my early twenties. And it was a lot more dedicated than I am now. I mean, I like playing games, but like that was pretty close to my life back then. And so I jump in with this guy who's like, all right, here's what you got to do. And he's, he's explaining things to me that are core mechanics in video games to (laughs) on on a level where I was like, is he serious? Like, I get the, I get the space bar jumps. Like I get that. And, like, I press Q and E, and I peer around a corner. He's like, yeah, if you peer around a corner, you can kind of get a better look around. With and I'm like, no, I, I, I get how a third – I get basic mechanics for a third-person shooter. Like, we can move past this. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if, you, if you hit control, you'll, you'll crouch. <laughs> or, well, not, not in PUBG, but uh, – Yeah. Like, like, some of that stuff's useful. Like, left left oh, click shoots are <laughs> reloads. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. So um, – but realistically, it was one of those things where I just kind of felt like I was scrambling to keep up because I didn't play by myself in my first round. I played okay. with a squad. So yeah. I was just kind of chasing people around trying to figure out like, oh, is this okay? This is a this is a, a SMG and then this is an assault rifle. Oh, okay. So, so this attachment will go with that weapon. And oh, apparently I can't pick up anything else. Oh, there's backpacks. Like I was just, it was really just completely unaware of like where we were going or what we were doing. Yeah. Just trying to figure out basic core mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the first the first time I I played, I bought the game, downloaded it so I could play with you, and then you're like, oh, and I'm five hours ahead. I have to go to sleep or something. I don't remember what the situation was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ugh, kids. Dang time zones. Huh? That's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and so I, I didn't know how to play the game. You know, you, you talked about, like, standard mechanics. I, I know standard mechanics. That's, that's easy enough. E, action open doors i didn't know like which doors i could open even or though which... f is the action key for everything in, in PUBG. oh is it oh whatever <laughs> no whatever. wonder you're I, having a hard I, time i press a key and it it works <laughs> <laughs> it was my magic is magically drawn to the right one anyways so everyone i'm not playing with anybody i know and then i get on the plane the c-130 it's flying over the island and then the only reason I know to drop out of the plane is because it says hit F for a parachute. And I drop. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm falling, falling. I land. And I land so far outside of the circle. <laughs> if the circle is in the, the southeast corner of the map, I am as far northwest as you can get. And I didn't know to scavenge yet. I just was like, <laughs> "There's gonna be so many people around me. They're gonna, they're all gonna, all gonna kill me." Because I, I've never played. I don't know the size of the map even, like sure, really sure. how expansive the map is. So I'm just like running, <laughs> <laughs> running, <laughs> and then like ducking, and I'm still like like five miles outside the circle, ducking. You sure. have you have no weapons. <laughs> you're just you're just playing marathon the game. <laughs> yeah, and eventually like I. I like I get to the circle and then 
uh, I get to like this like little river. Well, it's it's not a river, but it's like an inlet uh, between like the military island on the very far south and, and whatever. And I find a boat there, and I hop in the boat, and I just like, and I'm just I'm just following this inlet, and then I'm still in the circle, and I make it to the top ten, my very first game, <laughs> because and I didn't shoot anybody. I and I I think, uh, did I did I get shot? I don't know how I died. I might have actually died just outside of the circle <laughs> in the in the top ten. And I'm just I was just so proud of myself. And I was like, this game is easy. Jeez, I don't know what everybody's problem is. Th- this is all in you the have next to do. twenty games, you like <laughs> you never get a shot off. Ninety nine. Yeah. Ninety nine out of hundred. It's, it's one of those games that uh it is fun by myself. I feel like I can play a solo match. And it's a game that I can just kind of pop in, play a couple rounds, and it doesn't feel like definitely there's stress involved in it, especially if you get into those like top ten situations and the and the circle's really small and you know that like there's nine other people right on top of you. Yeah. And and at any point you could get shot just because that person finds you before you find them. Yep. Uh but the majority of the gameplay is a lot of just all right, clearing buildings, walking through, finding equipment, and and it's nice, it's fun doing like that stealthy stuff, but really with a group and having a squad, like just kind of you know BSing with a group and oh hey, I'm gonna go check this building. Okay, you go check that one. Oh gosh, did you hear that? Do you hear those gunshots? Oh, where where do they come from? Southwest, yeah. southeast, and 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 just kind of that collaboration and stuff. Yeah. Um, 20, 20, d- 20 meters south. Uh, left yeah. left side of the barn. <laughs> like, oh, oh, there's a jeep driving straight for us. Get down, <laughs> get down. Uh, I, I mean, like, like in the last episode of this podcast, I I talked about Overwatch and and how much I enjoy that game. But that game is is like much faster paced, yeah. and you're constantly like go go go. You shoot and 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 fight until you die and respawn, and then you get back into the fight as quickly as possible. And with this game is a lot more downtime. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's sort of the, uh, sort of unsung hero of the game or the, or the, the benefit of this game is, is that downtime. And, and there's times when you're just kind of cruising around in a Jeep with three friends, <laughs> you know, and, and bombs are falling around you, but it's like, yeah. Hey, look at us. Just a, just a bunch of bros headed yeah. out, headed out through the, the road trip in Russia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I I'd read somewhere, and I don't remember where, so I apologize if anybody who I'm who I'm stealing this idea from is listening. <laughs> uh, but Fat chance. the the single player experience is much more like a horror movie than than like a squad based or even just like a two person team is. Be- sure. Uh, because when that first game I played, I was just so afraid. That no matter where I ran, I was running across open field. I ran through this like bomb, like the red circle of bombing, and I didn't die. I was just, I'm everywhere I looked. I'm like, I'm gonna get shot. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get stabbed. Death is imminent. Death, death is, is imminent, right? Em, imminent, not eminent. Imminent. Stupid, Brandon. Eminent, eminent, eminent. front is a who song. Anyway, but yeah, it, it's much more like a a tense tense experience as a single player like when you're when you're with your buddies eventually it does get a little bit tense but it's more of a yeah. squad based like okay 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 uh he, he's over to the right he's over. you can talk to somebody yeah yeah 
Yeah, and I, I, I do think that communication kind of lightens the mood a little bit in the game. Uh, I, you, you mentioned earlier about the uh, mixed reviews that, that the game went through. I think that really stems from uh, when they added sort of in-app purchases, uh, it, which really it's just like crates, I think, that you can buy. Yeah. And, and all of that stuff appears to be purely cosmetic. I don't think there's anything that you can really buy that, that impacts the game or gameplay other than like, I mean, clothing, maybe you'll yeah. blend in a little bit more. But. Well, well, the, the, the reason there was a lot of mixed reviews was, uh, there were a lot of streamers who were playing PUBG, and a couple of the streamers accused people of, of stream sniping. Do you know what that is? Oh shoot! No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like so, like watching somebody stream, but but being in the same game as them. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and and so uh, a couple of the, the streamers they like called people out and got people banned for it, and. Uh, the community was was upset about that. Like, oh, so streamers can just say like, oh, there's stream sniping. Oh, ban them, ban them from playing this game. And so hmm. I think that was uh, why there was a lot of mixed reviews. But huh. yeah, well, I don't yeah. know. I I nah. enjoy the game. I I uh, I've I've encouraged some other friends. It's it's really actually uh, sort of bizarre. My buddies like back from high school almost twenty years ago now. Uh, that we used to get together and play like Counter Strike back when it was the best game I think you could play on a PC. Um, just last week, me and a couple guys from from like high school got together and and got a squad going on on PUBG, and it was just kind of like it was cool because it was like hanging out with my friends from from way back in the day. But you know, we're rolling around Russia trying not to die. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and I I've played it and and some coworkers I've I've played it with them as well, and some of your co coworkers as well. And I've only gotten one chicken dinner, and you know, good good job on that. Um, yeah, we'll get more. We just we just <laughs> yeah. gotta we gotta get that volume up, yeah. like like Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but and, yeah, if, if if you got a PC and you, and you're looking for something, if you haven't already bought PUBG. Uh, definitely recommend checking it yeah. out. It is a lot of fun, and, and we're um, and we're and we're and we're trying to get more people to play it. Um, uh, and and I just want to bring this up real quick because it's a very it's a fairly recent uh, controversy, if you will. But uh, Fortnite, the game Fortnite, they just released a a mod for their game, which is which is is almost. I, I have I have an it's issue. It's a rip off. I'll I'll come out and say it. It is a rip off. Of PUBG, it is a it, like, is a it is a straight ripoff, and the the shitty thing is, is it's free, so you can go out there and download it right now, and you can play this, basically exactly what uh, PUBG is. And now, now, be, I mean, because have you played Fortnite's version of PUBG? I haven't. I know there's like there's some there's some building aspects of it. So yeah, I I ended up downloading it just to check it out, and. So yeah, Fortnite has some mechanics built into it that that it brings over into the PVP arena. Uh, and and part of that is base building. I really didn't play enough to figure that aspect of it out. Mm -hmm. And and it just really didn't I mean, I think maybe if I played Fortnite on a regular basis and I quickly knew how to throw walls together and and stuff like that, it would it would be beneficial to me, but in playing a game like this, I don't think, like, I don't love hiding out in buildings in PUBG and waiting for the circle to close around me. Right. Like, I mean, I'll do it as needed, but 
So I think building a unique structure that is like indicative that someone was there and is probably hiding out in it. It just seems like a giant red flag to me. Like, Hey, someone built a fort here. Like, let's go kill them. (laughs) Um, but it just, I mean, it is a lot more cartoonish, uh, version of the game. The map felt a lot smaller, uh, which it was the same number of players, but it just, and I don't know. It just, it, I mean, it's if you don't have the twenty something dollars to spend on on PUBG and you want to try this type of game out, go check out Fortnite. Yeah. But, uh, if you want a much, I feel like it's a richer experience in PUBG. Um, even though it is like one or two developers putting it together and it still has lots of bugs and things like that. Um, it just it just feels a little bit more authentic. Yeah. It. it I don't want to talk about it too much, but I just. My buddy hit me up. He's like, because uh, I was trying to get him to get PUBG, and he's like, ah, it costs money. Hey, Fortnite just came out. It's like PUBG, but it has all this stuff. And there's there's a part of me, the non the the uh, a- activist in me, that was like, you sons of bitches, you triple A <laughs> sons of bitches, you're taking you're you're taking an audience away from from PUBG, uh, with with no regrets. Well, and I mean, if we're really going to get into the weeds of this, like I watched a developer update for Fortnite while I was waiting for it to finish downloading. And they're like, Hey, introducing our new PVP arena. We really wanted to merge the aspects of great, you know, arena based uh, (laughs) games. And I'm like games, like you're talking about one game. And like he's like, and I wanted to add this and add this and really just marry the best aspects of those games with aspects of Fortnite. And I'm like, you just wanted to use their ideas in your game. Like that's what it, you did. Yeah. Like you can you can sugarcoat it however you want, but and and realistically, uh pub player unknowns <coughs> There's a call. Excuse me. Welcome back, that's, Travis. <laughs> it's an A it's an AE tradition. Um <laughs> Yeah, like the player unknowns development team is I think setting up to sue Epic games because of this. So like, I don't, I don't think this is the last we're going to hear about it. And I know, I mean, I support indie developers and if they can put out a really great product then I think they should succeed and not get stomped out by, you know, a smaller development team. So yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I, I like you Cliffy B, but you know, and eh, come on, kind of, yeah. kind yeah. of, kind of a dick move. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so we talked about we talked about PUBG. Let's talk about this is a this is a throwback. This is a this is a follow up. I would say to yeah, like, it would. This is the what, deepest of cuts. What episode was that when we talked about the newly released game Cuphead? So this this was the first time we talked about Cuphead on the podcast was I believe our very first E three award show. We we decided that we wanted to do an episode where we would talk about all of the the big news to come out of E3 and then we like we like did it as an award show so we talked about our favorite games and placed things into categories and all kinds of stuff like that right yeah um so one of those games and i think it i know we set it up as like a couple awards it may have been are like best in show or so or I don't know I don't know what came out that year so yeah, yeah um but it was definitely a game that we were really excited about I think Fallout Four maybe is that ah uh, yeah uh, Fallout that that sounds that sounds pretty possible but <laughs> I mean so we started ago. that 
we started that podcast in in 2015 so this this game has been on our radar for a really long time yeah absolutely and and in this this is a game that where we kept every once in a while we we'd look at each other and be like hey what whatever happened to cuphead is that released yet did that come out like like we thought we missed it like it got released and we missed it uh but what what ended up happening was originally cuphead was you know it's this game where it's it's based off of like the old classic cartoons, the old classic animation, and this Cuphead character is a main character, and th- it's it's basically every level is a boss battle, and so you ha- you get the variation of the boss battles in there, and it was so yeah, go ahead like like what is what is the what is the like genre of this type of gameplay? It's like action shooter or like I don't yeah it's almost like arcade action shooter type type game or, or like like, like game, Contra. Like, it, it's it's yeah, like yeah. a contrast. It's, it's, it's a game I'm not traditionally very good at. But I'm just being <laughs> honest up front. That that that's fine. It's a very contra-ish game, and and I think like contra hardcore or um there there's a mechanic where like you hold the 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 right bumper on if you're on playing on Xbox and it'll like it'll hold your character where he doesn't actually move but you can keep aiming everywhere else. Anyway, yeah. no. uh so so Cuphead. Every every level is a boss battle. So originally when we saw it, that's what it was. 2015, every level is a boss battle. Well, I think that the developers were maybe just like a two to five man team initially. And when they got when they received so much acclaim and so much hype over it, they're like, you know what? Let's quit our actual jobs and just devote ourselves to this full time and actually build uh, platforming level or levels and expand the core game. And I that's what that's what took the game so long to get to us now. Yeah, I the thing the you talk about that classic cartoon style. I mean, and and just to kind of narrow that in a little bit. We're talking like pre to early Mickey Mouse. Like yeah. like that's that's the area we're looking at like uh what is it? The Merry Metal- Melodies um the like where you look at like just like black and white cartoons almost with like skeletons and stuff that are like dancing around <laughs> yeah. and kind of warping in and out and stuff like that. I like the singer. And I like the moon and the juice. <laughs> I like the singer. It's the thing about it is all of the screenshots, everything that we looked at uh, leading up to the release, like it didn't look like a video game. It looked like you were yep. playing a cartoon. Yep. And, and even after playing it for, too many hours today more hours than i'd probably like to admit like it it really it feels like you're playing in a cartoon and one of those classic cartoons that they're using a lot of like the like really stretchy animation and stuff and and merging those into game mechanics or merging them into uh sort of like techniques for the bosses to to attack you and things like that so the way that they've really used that art style yeah and and the and the rest of the game is is built on that foundation like absolutely kudos to you i'm i'm 100 percent happy and the fact that i wasn't able to blow through the game yeah. in like two hours <laughs> after dropping like 20 bucks but that i mean i'm not past world one and and i've been i, I play i played a lot i started over when when my son got home from school and we i played a couple with him and it was hard. The game was hard for me. Yes. So he <laughs> it, most most of the time playing with him was just me reviving him after his three deaths. But yeah, uh, 
same same thing with with me like i got i got halfway through world two and then my son got home from school and he's you know he's five and a half and he's like oh cool i want to be a mug man i'm like okay, cool i'll be i'll be i'll be cuphead and i'm there's two there's two difficulty levels on default regular and then simple and simple takes a lot of the like the most difficult aspects of the boss battles and then like gets like one gets rid of like one of their their final forms um and and yeah he it like spend most of the time just trying to keep him alive <laughs> and sure. like yeah. just hold the x button down and then you keep <laughs> shooting and then eventually just keep like, pointing it at the big cartoon guy <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's it's really hard and you you talk about the the cart how much it looks like a cartoon if if i wasn't playing the game if i wasn't you know, with a controller in hand, it would look like it would look like a cartoon. That's it, it looks yeah. exactly like the it's cell it's like true cell shading. I don't know what that means, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like uh Wind Waker for the the GameCube. Like that cell shading, it's not like that. It actually looks like a cartoon. The, the backgrounds look like like that that classic feel. It's just so great. And the yeah, music well, and the that's music. the other thing too. Like the ba- you you talk about the backgrounds, but for any real like animation nerd, like they it's not like they just built these awesome characters, but they they made the backgrounds really really interesting and when you're when you're going through for your 100th time on trying to fight a certain boss, like yeah. there's stuff back there to appreciate. And then like all the way through the menus and everything, the music, like everything really just yeah. has that classic golden age type of cartoon yep. vibe to it and it's uh it's really well done really yeah. well done uh we, we talk about contra we talked about contra as far as the 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 style of game but it's also like contra in the sense that it's it is hard as shit <laughs> yeah it, it is it's really hard and it, but it's it's not a hard because in contra you only you only get three lives unless you do your your code uh this you ha- you get an unlimited lives but the getting the patterns is it's it's kind of a pain in the ass but the thing that i think differentiates itself from being like a a game where you're like god just throw the controller you're like i'm done with this i'm done i can't i can't can't play this (laughs) that was me with like ninja gaiden for the xbox or something i was just like you know what no i can't i can't do this which i beat because it's patterns but whatever uh whatever whatever (laughs) the the it's a game where you know as you're playing it, I can beat this. You know, yep. you yep. know you can beat this. You, it's you that's messing up, not the game. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, that, absolutely, absolutely. That's why I fought that Zeppelin chick like a <laughs> hundred times. Yes, and you play it till you beat it, and then after you beat it, you're like, "F you, I did it." <clears throat> did it mm. let's go to the that's next the boss exact same. that's it and then you're just like oh i'm terrible <laughs> at this game again and and the whole process starts right over that's right uh yeah no and i, I think but i think i don't know i, I don't want to make a, a huge statement about the, the state of, of video games but there are a lot of games that will hold your hand and and make it easier for you if you're struggling and you know i that's cool. Some games are really story driven and that's, that's the site, the type of thing that you, you, you get, if you can't get certain things, the story comes to a halt and then, you know, you're done. You, you, you can't really enjoy what is you're getting the most value out of in that game. 
And uh, I mean, aside from the art, which I think really is the best, like the thing that you should buy this game for, like you, you are getting a legitimate game that is fun to play yeah, and isn't going to coddle you. And isn't going to, you know, it's not like you're, you're really trying to figure out if Cuphead and Mugman can get all those souls. Like you're not, you're not hung up on, it's a very loose story. Yeah. So once, so you really are left with enjoying the art and enjoying the gameplay and, and both of them really, they did a good job with. Yeah. And, and the controls are just, they're, they're spot on. Like they, they, they feel very fluid and like I, there, there are games where you're playing and you, you jump or you jump into like a bullet or something and you're like, God, that's not what I did. I did not press that button. I did not press that, that button. This, this again, like I said, you know that if you die, it is your fault. Like, ah, my reflexes ah, weren't good enough. Yep, I definitely, I definitely charged into that enemy instead <laughs> of under him. Like, yeah. I definitely did that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, from my, from my end, shining review so far. Yeah. Highly recommend it if you own an Xbox One and a gaming PC, and you're trying to decide which platform to buy it for. Uh, Normally, I would if you have a a PC, I'd say go grab it on Steam. But highly recommend picking this up on uh, on Xbox and using the Xbox Anywhere. Uh, this is one of those games. So I've played half of the time on my PC and half the time on my big screen in the living room. And honestly, not not to spend too much time on Xbox and their platform, but it it, it changes your your saves and everything. Uh, it oh, transfers shit. it seamlessly. So I played through like five or six bosses on my PC and then went out into the living room and the game was exactly where I left off on the computer. So uh highly recommend checking it out Holy shit. on Xbox that's if cool. uh if that's which if that's something <laughs> that you have available. That 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 is really awesome. Um <laughs> Did you not know that when because you're I, the one that told me about that. <laughs> yeah, this morning at three thirty in the morning. I didn't follow <laughs> up on it, man. <laughs> Uh, speaking of that, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but Minecraft just released an update on Xbox One. So if you had uh, if you had Minecraft for Xbox One, you get a free update, and then you can play it with uh your Xbox uh, Xbox One. You can play it with Windows Ten. You also play it with Nintendo Switch, and you could also play it with uh the the mobile version for iOS and, and whatever. Oh, oh. So, so yeah. I, so I, I, I booted it up on my computer and then I got my son to get on the Xbox and then we we're playing Minecraft. Like this cross compatibility shit is so cool <laughs> to me. It's blowing my mind. Ah, uh, come on yeah. PS4. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, uh, in, in terms of Minecraft, I, I'm cool with that, except I'm still a Minecraft purist. And so when you have those, uh, mobile and like Xbox versions of the game that like lay everything out for you on the crafting table and tell you how to build everything and all that. I'm just like, oh, look at me. I'm a, I'm more <laughs> of a I'm more of a old school PC guy. I was playing back in beta version four point whatever. Yeah, so I don't know. I occasionally I jump back into Minecraft with my kids, but it's just it's I don't know, I just it's just really cool that if my brother in law Robert is playing Minecraft on Xbox, then I can jump into his server on my PC. 
Yeah. Now that I mean that is cool. That yeah. is really cool. That, that's that's the that's the important. And I can still do my you know PC purist uh, crafting yeah, if right. I want. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Moving on to another main topic. There you go. I was gonna do it, but you did it. <laughs> uh, you have written miscellaneous. Yes. Did you have did you have specific stuff or was this just your filler area <laughs> where you wanted where you wanted to talk about, I don't know, your in and out burger t shirt. Not that not that John Caulfield listens to this podcast anymore. Uh, but he and I have been playing Divinity Original Sin two. And and you hopped into our <laughs> You hopped in to watch us live streaming it and you were just so bored by it. It, uh, as a courtesy to our podcast listeners, the 15 second fast forward button is located right next to the play button <laughs> on your podcast. Uh, don't uh, don't be a right hater, you shit. Don't be a hater. Divinity to <laughs> game that bores you. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brandon. I make fun of it, but maybe maybe you can enlighten me on why this game is worth anyone's time. It, it's basically a Baldur's Gate. If anybody knows what, what Baldur's Gate is, kind of this like this turn-based role-playing game. Uh, and what I, what I like about it is it's, it is slower paced. It's not action. And it's, you know, it's, it's tactical in the sense that you have to think about what you're doing when you're, when you're in combat, right? You're like, okay, cool. Let's place this guy here. He's, he's above, get elevation bonus, whatever. Uh, and then when they're interacting with, with other n- non-player characters, NPCs for for those, <laughs> there, there's there's actual story and there's there's reading. It it's it is slower paced. I get it. And if you're if you're watching it, yeah, it's boring as fuck. I I would I would not want to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I can I can understand it. And even even when I was watching you guys play it, uh, I I could understand some of the appeal of it. Uh, personally. You were fighting a losing battle to begin with because <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I'm not really into strategy games. Uh, turn turn based combat is a huge turn off for me, <laughs> and uh, you know, and so it's just it's one of those things where I don't know watching you guys play through it and stuff. Like I was, I didn't even fully understand like what you were doing. Like you had sure. so many icons on like three different edges of the screen. Yep. And, yep. I was like, all right, so like, like I'm, I'm assuming the, those are like spells, and I think that might be the, the combat order, and uh, you know what? I'm done. They, <laughs> done. They, I'm gonna go play a real game where I go search <laughs> for an M16 for 20 minutes and then get shot in the head from 300 yards off. <laughs> uh, yeah, Divinity, it's it's awesome, it's cool, and I'm playing with John, and so he controls two characters, I control two characters, and we can actually put. We can actually have four different people playing the game at one time, and and so that that's that's really cool. There's this other aspect of the game that I haven't gotten into, but you can actually, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. There, you can set up like your own scenarios and your own kind of like Dungeons and Dragons esque game as a DM uh, in in, in this in this game. And what I like about it is, I feel like this is what. I I want to try Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder at some point in my life, and yeah, this is the closest yeah. I can get to it for right now. Well, all right, you you you've you've opened up the door just a crack, and I'm gonna shove my foot right in there <laughs> because Brandon, I listen to Harmontown on the reg, uh, and and they play Pathfinder like that's that's half of Dan Harmon's thing right now. They do it live. 
Um, but he usually he stands up there and rants about our <laughs> Gun political system and Nazis <laughs> and 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 things like that. Uh, and then they and then they play D and D or Pathfinder. Um, but it's it's not something I've ever done myself. And listening to them play it, obviously they're they're comedians up there playing it, and so obviously it's funnier and and they know that they're playing to an audience. But I I would love to do something either like streaming on Twitch or on YouTube or just in a purely podcast format, but do some sort of like Pathfinder type game. Maybe we bring in somebody who's, who's played it a time or two and and they can, (laughs) they could, they could DM for us or something, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe listeners let us know if that's something you would like to hear me and Brandon try out. Uh, you know, send us an email or, or hit us up yes. on our Twitters and, and tell us if we should do something please, like that. Please, please do. And okay, so now we're gonna we're gonna transition to the very last section in main topics. Main topics. Uh, movies, television time. Uh, Travis, you have you probably haven't gone to see very many movies lately, have you? Uh, I haven't, and the ones I have seen were not for me. Great. I took I took children to go see children's movies. Great. Um. Yeah. And and what's your review that, on them? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna be real honest. We went and saw Leap. Yeah. Which was a French film about orphans, uh, who escaped to Paris. Yeah. One little girl wants to become a ballerina. Okay. The other one wants to be an inventor. Okay. Uh, it was overdubbed in English using American actors. Ooh. And uh. That fact alone bothered me because I noticed that. Like, I noticed that the animation and the movement of the mouths doesn't perfectly match up, and it throws the whole film for me. Yeah. And meanwhile, my wife and my sister-in-law and my kids are just, like, enamored with the characters and the and the story, and I'm just like... I'm pretty sure this isn't I'm like I'm like covertly trying to pull out IMDb in the middle of the theater like okay which oh, is there a French version like okay who are the rich ah yep okay well, got it yeah these got it I know I know I know how you feel because when I go on to a gif a site like Master All Science or or a Frankiac to get my Simpsons gifs if if the gif isn't perfectly lined up with a quote that's on there <laughs> with with the animation of mouth, I'm like, let me go back. Let me go back and redo this. I d- I don't know if this is suitable for my snarky comment on Twitter. <laughs> I will have to reattack. All right. Let's... Yeah. Uh. I, yeah. But I know Brandon, you get out to the movies quite a bit, and uh, there might be a movie or two that you have been dying to talk about on our podcast. Man, uh, let, let me let me just let me just tell you, this podcast has been going on. We, we, we at at one point in time we were like yeah well it was probably me actually and I said no let's limit it to thirty minutes like thirty forty minutes at max and right now I'm like ah it's a minute and five f it screw it let's keep going an hour five an hour five yeah that's what I meant it's a scotch yeah <laughs> the scotch the scotch makes all my timing off the scotch is kicking it comedic timing off uh anyway so it. It, uh, by Dennis Villanueva, he directed it, uh, based off of the Stephen King novel of the same name. I'm not sure if you he knew that. He directed it. He directed it. What did I say? No, he. you said he directed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 
I thought I thought I I messed up again, and I no, you're right. It's just one of my favorite things to do when people talk about it is oh, the fact that okay the the pronoun and oh. the title are exactly the same. I I got it, I got it, Travis. <laughs> Anyways, Dennis Villanueva, he directed. He's a he's a Canadian, and he did that. Uh, which is close to Banger Maine, which is what Stephen King likes to write about. Anyway, based off Stephen King novel, uh, it's it has one of the kids from Stranger Things, which uh, previous listeners of the podcast know that we love Stranger Things, uh, and it is just it is really it is really good. It is other than Shawshank Redemption. This is my quick review. Other than Shawshank Redemption, this is probably the best Stephen King adaptation ever. I, in in my opinion, and maybe maybe it's too soon. I've seen it twice in the theaters, but it is probably the second best Stephen King adaptation. Uh, so a couple quick fire questions from a person who hasn't seen it. Yeah, uh, this one or the original. See it, yes, and uh, has a loose understanding of its impact in sort of pop culture right now. There is a sequel in the works yes for 2019 i believe yes uh what now you're familiar with the book yes do you feel that the sequel (laughs) is something that needs to be made for screen do you feel like it's something that yes Yes. like definitely give me the sequel yes so he so a background for those who don't know the haven't watched the original movie or the novel uh the the story of it takes place in two time zones. Time zones, <laughs> uh, like us, Eastern and Hawaiian Standard Time. Uh, so the, the the original, the novel, and the original movie they take place in like 1958 and then 1980 uh, something or other. Uh, so they take place when they're kids and when they're adults. Uh, when they're kids, they basically this it, this being, this clown, it. It's actually like a cosmic entity. It takes the shape of a clown to scare all these kids. The kids fight it when they're in 1958. They think that they kill it. And then the second half of the novel and the original miniseries takes place when they're adults. And so this movie, this this new one, this this was the part where it took place when they were kids. Now, okay. 20, all right. 27 years later, they're going to be adults and then... That's when part two of it is going to come out. Ah, okay, awesome. So, awesome. so all right, well, that makes sense. Yeah, so they created they they did this movie without being greenlit for a second movie, um, which is which is kind of ballsy, and, and and I think some of the complaints that people have about this movie can be summed up with that in mind, uh, because there's a lot of stuff that, um, that was in the novel and the original miniseries that was like spread across the entirety of the 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 timelines. Uh, but they had to settle a lot of stuff in this first movie because they introduced concepts. Well, if there's not going to be a sequel, you have to also uh, resolve those conflicts. In. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, but it's it's really good, man. I I know it's so, scary for you and Bob Carroll, but it's yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, it's something I'll check out. I I'll tell you that most of the scary movies I don't see now uh, are because. My wife Sheena does not enjoy horror films. Yeah, uh, we we watched you. You saw Get Out. Yeah, and you were like, "You got to see this movie." And I was like, "Yeah, I totally want to see this movie." 
and she was very much opposed to seeing it because she thought it was going to be like a horror film. I'm like, no, it's like suspenseful, but it's not, it's not like a horror film. And she was like, all right, that was, that was like borderline on creepiness for her. And I was like, all right, well now I, now I know where the bar (laughs) is, even though that really wasn't a scary movie and it was a terrific movie and everyone should go see it. Um, so then like two days ago, I was like, Oh yeah. I was talking to Brandon the other day and he basically laid out the entire, uh, synopsis for it for me because I figure you'll never let me go see it or you'll never want to go see it with me. And she's like, Oh no, like, you know, I've seen the original one with like Tim Curry. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? And she's like, no, when I was a kid, I loved scary movies and I watched them all the time. But then traumatic experience yep. when yep. we were in high school and, and it completely changed like her outlook and things like that. Um, and, and I don't want to leave that just out in the air. Like I was in a school shooting. You can Google the Santana high school, uh, shooting 2001. That's all I'm going to say about it right now, but that I was there that happened to me and my wife. So, um, yeah, so I, uh, that just kind of, I was like, wow, okay. You've seen, you've seen it. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll probably check it out. Maybe, maybe wait till it's available, uh, streaming or, or something or, or, grab grab a blu-ray or something like that because yeah. it's already made all the money it's the highest grossing horror film in history now so yeah. it's, it's it's doing just fine without my five dollar tuesday uh t- ticket money rightfully so and i want to say this about the movie also kid actors in this day and age are so much friggin' better <laughs> than than before man like they they're just so good like legitimate laughter from from these these kid actors and it's not like it's not like forced kid act like we're like oh they kids saying the darndest things and um, they're kids you'll just give them a pass like yeah. it's so it, it's it's so interesting to me that they're kids who just come off naturally as kids and they're not like they're yeah they're reading a script but it doesn't it doesn't feel like they're reading it like they feel like real kids would feel like with their like really really childish your mom jokes in there, but I, I don't know. Highly recommend it to anybody who's listening. Please go see it. Also see Blade Runner. I hear it's a masterpiece. Okay. Oh yeah. When that, when that, when that comes out, did it come out? No, when it comes next out? week, the sixth. Okay. Yeah. Definitely got to check it out. Um, all right. Last thing move or we, we talked about movie. I want to talk about the only other bit of content I've really been absorbing, uh, other than Rick and Morty lately. And that is, the uh it was on discovery channel is a mini series about the unabomber um <laughs> it has it has the dude from avatar in it um I, i'm so bad with actors names uh, i'm so bad with names i can't even remember the name of the mini series uh but oh, it was really God. good it was really freaking good uh, oh, what is that guy's name I'm, uh I'm, it's bugging me it's I was in a trivia night uh, like a couple months back and it was, I knew the dude's name cause he was in, uh, he, he was in avatar. He was also in the, the Terminator remake, not, not the remake, uh, Terminator salvation. Uh, you just keep going, keep talking off. Okay. Anyway, anyway, well, all I want to say is they, it is, it is a, dramatized documentary it's it's based on the actual events of the unabomber but uh it's it's really well done and i was i was a very young person when the the events of the unabomber took place so 
it it was really interesting for me to see it through you know an adult perspective and and rec- and and recognize what they went through and and just how unique it was that how they went about solving that case. So yeah, uh, it's, I mean, I I've got it on my DVR. If you want to come over to my house and watch it, that's fine. Got it. Otherwise I'm sure, I'm sure you can find it on some sort of discovery platform. Me, me, and, me uh, and Sam Worthington. will be there. Sam Worthington. We'll be that's there the together. Do, do you got the name of the series too? Uh, no, just, what? Just, no. Why would I look that? I no, know. I just want to know the actor's name. Well, he's on IMDb. I figured you were there. So <laughs> I just closed it out. Cause I was like, I got the name of him. I'm done. Uh, Sam Worthington. Let me let me look. This is this is live. This is live. Me is live. looking up. We're doing it. We're doing Sam it. Sam Worthington. This is how I would, I, this is how it how how would stream something on like Twitch. <laughs> and so I'm scrolling down now. Hacksaw Ridge. It's Hacksaw. Yep, that was it. Man, that was it. That was the Manhunt Unabomber. Manhunt Unabomber. That's it. Go check it out on Discovery <laughs> Channel. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, well, okay. That's that's it for. Main topic. Uh, Main topic. And, uh, <laughs> it's time. It's time for some short outs. And here's the thing: we Have we none. didn't really tell anybody that we were doing <laughs> this, right? So so nobody's really written in. And uh, so I'm gonna shout out Tyler, who is one of those friends from when I was in high school, because he's literally typing to me in Steam chat right now, <laughs> trying to come up with jokes to make me laugh and screw up while I'm recording the podcast. And he's asking me to go play PUBG right now. So, so bringing it all together. Um, and, but yeah, and, just, co- coincidentally, John is trying to get me to play Divinity Original Sin right now. <laughs> We're holding up everybody's evening plans to go to go play <laughs> video games on a Friday night. Uh, realistically, if you if you made it an hour and fifteen minutes into this podcast, we absolutely love you guys. Thank you so much for for listening to this show. And and this is this is our first time back, but we. We are really interested in reinvigorating apathetic enthusiasm and making it a podcast that is fun, that's fun to listen to, and that we talk about things that you guys generally genuinely care about. So if if you have any suggestions for show topics or things that you think we should we should look into ourselves, any guests that you feel like would, yeah. would make a an interesting uh addition to the show, definitely hit us up over on Twitter or send us an email, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. And we will, we will do those things. We will do it. If you send it to us, we will, we will talk about it. Cause there's, there's a good, there's a solid chance. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, there, there is an almost certainty we will talk about it because you know what? Guess what? We don't, we don't necessarily always want to find content for ourselves. So if you send us <laughs> something, then we have something to talk about that's not work for us and, and we'll, we'll short you out. We'll s- and, and if, and if we really boil it down over the next week, I'm still going to be playing PUBG. I'm still going to be playing Cuphead. Yeah. I'm still going to watch Rick and Morty. Yep. So I need new stuff to talk about. Like I'm going to need new stuff, new stuff for the next episode. So, so hit us up on those things. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next week, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.